We head back to the ice. The president and CEO of the Arizona Coyotes, Javier Gutierrez, kind enough to join us in studio for Newsmakers Week. Javier, great to see you. Great to see you guys. Thanks so much for having and, me. And, and we have to say this. We have to because we were complimented Eric Moses yes. on his dress. Yes. Nobody is more sharply attired than Javier. All the time. Always brings it. Yeah. All three guests. Thank you guys. With it. the suit and the tie with the Jordans. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, oh, I didn't even look. see the Jordans. Oh, fantastic. We'll take a picture outside. No worries. <laughs> color coordinated or the yeah. original colorway? Got, got to do it. All right. Wow. The patent leather even. Mm. Yeah. Dang. There you go. Um, we'll start here. We got a lot to tackle, sure. obviously. There's, there's a lot out there. But uh, I want to start with the exciting news. And we've been talking so much about the way television sports is packaged. And I know you've got a new way uh, mm-hmm. for, for fans to enjoy the uh, Coyote Central streaming service. Tell us more about that. Yeah, actually, it starts with our partnership with Script Sports, uh, which we launched, you know, Arizona 61. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some back and forth on their end in terms of the channel placement. But I got to tell you, we increased by over 650 percent in terms of the households. The wow. RSN model, as you know, in this market went away. And unfortunately, we were under 900,000 homes with the RSN. We're now at over 3 million. Wow. And so we knew that second step was going to be streaming. You have now this distributed model of content. It's in your hand. So when you're shopping, when you're at your kids' practice, you want to see the Coyotes. And we knew that was going to be a part of this. We've excited, we're excited to launch it again with Scripps as well as our technical technology partner, Kizway, uh, that has been doing this for other organizations. And this is just the beginning. Now you're going to not only have the games, you're going to have premium content that's exclusive to that platform, mm-hmm. a lot of behind the scenes. We're going to do some alternative uh, cast, the alt cast model that you're seeing more and more uh, platforms go to. Perhaps we'll get you guys on and uh, you guys can call a game uh, from your perspective. Oh, wow. Those are the types of things. <laughs> Let's do it. Do. We can do that. There you go. We can certainly, we're certainly capable of that. Um, okay, I, I want to talk about this because we've been talking with you about arenas and your new home for a couple of years now and, and it, it, it it doesn't seem to matter how often people like you or your GM or your head coach pledge allegiance to this market. There's a level of trust here. Mm-hmm. People seem to not believe what is being told. What, what are you guys up against? Why is there so much disinformation? Why is there so much lack of trust when it comes to this? Well, I think it starts because when the team moved here in 1996, they moved into a facility that had 4,500 seats obstructed. And then the second decision, I love the West Valley. I've been on record saying this has no reflection on that, but we're in the live events business and the live events business, especially during the week, you need to be where the population center is, where the corporate center is, and the previous location just wasn't that. And so there was always this discussion, not to mention that the municipality went from a 20-year lease to a year-to-year lease and created a lot of that uncertainty. We showed up with a plan. And we tried to execute on that plan. The first privately funded sports and entertainment facility in the history of Arizona. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the voters of Tempe did not uh, see it how we did. And, uh, you know, we were going to buy a landfill. uh, And it is a landfill. And unfortunately, the taxpayers of that municipality are now realizing that they have a very large bill to clean up that landfill. Uh, But that's for them. And we quickly moved on. You know, uh, there are some things that I wanted to kind of get out there. 
but there are some things that we cannot since we're in a process that we don't uh, control. But the reality is a month after that vote, we submitted an application for state-owned land, and uh, we started working on that project, uh, which is a process that, again, is run by the state. We also looked at well over half a dozen other sites. We actually put two others under contract, one of which uh, made uh, the public news. We were not sitting idle. We know that this is the issue. This is the thing that will finally really calm all the concerns. We are committed to being here, and every action we have taken has shown that. When we had to move on, Alex Morello spent over $30 million to say, I'm staying here. We've incurred losses, and we'll, we'll talk about the mullet experience because from a financial perspective, it has done what I told you. I came in here and told you guys mm -hmm. we would make more money. And we have, when it comes to ticketing, the challenge are the other assets. It's just a small facility. But that's why, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, we know this is about actions. It's about actions on the ice, and you're seeing that with the team and the development. We can talk about that. And off the ice. And we just, we have to fulfill it, and that's what we're focused on. With uh, you moving, we're talking to Javier Gutierrez, president and CEO of the Coyotes. You mentioned moving on. And a quick, uh, after the Tempe vote went down, you had to move quick. You did. You put your bids in. In terms of where that is right now and the reality of this becoming and coming to fruition for your organization, is, is will anything in the future be exempt from a public vote? Because I think that's very key to this whole thing. A hundred percent. And that's why we've honed in on this particular site. It is not only an ability for us to buy from the state, which is obviously not subject to a vote. It's subject to an auction, which we can talk about why we know we're going to be the winning bid. Uh, but second, you're allowed to actually build the uses that we want to build. You know, you can build the arena, the theater, the practice facility, 1,900 units of housing, actually 2 million square feet of commercial. We're not going to build that much. But the point being is that we quickly told the commissioner, we told the NHL, we understand we're not going to subject ourselves to a public vote. We're also going to pay for it. Again, mm -hmm. we are not talking about moving. We will, we have been very clear. Alex Morello has said, I'm not selling the team. I'm not moving the team. I want to pay for my arena. Give me that opportunity. I want to move forward. And that's what we've said from day one, and we have never changed our tune. Mm -hmm. The state-owned land is a, is a great solution. Uh, the timeline that it re requires can get a little problematic, as you know, especially when you have the head of the NHLPA, Barkinich, and, and I'm really curious why Marty Walsh continues to fight this battle when he knows the commissioner is trying to make this market work. It's been very surprising, a lot of that commentary. And, you know, he, he came to meet with us. He, he was at, it was at Mullet, and he offered to try to uh, work with us and, and help us in terms of the previous, um, you know, campaign that we were under. And, and then it, it seemed to stray. And the reality is that both Alex Morello and I had met with the previous PA head on a number of occasions um, and, and kept him quite informed when he asked us to. Uh, the current one has not has not requested a meeting, has not requested information, but has been very vocal uh, in a process that, quite frankly, uh, we work with the commissioner and we mm -hmm. work with the league and we work with the ownership on moving forward on. So uh, we're not quite sure what the animosity is. We understand, no one understands better, that mullet is a temporary solution. Mm -hmm. We know that more than 
Anybody knows that. We have never shied away from saying that that is the case. And uh, he's heard that as well. So I'm not sure if there is a positioning to try to show, um, you know, the, the Players Association that he is in at the forefront of a process that, quite frankly, we deal with the commissioner on. What kind of feedback, you know, piggybacking on those comments from Marty Walsh, from, from players, and, and that's who he represents? What kind of feedback do you get from your players on the mullet experience? What kind of feedback do you get from other organizations and their players about that temporary experience? Well, from the players that actually were at the previous location, they talk about how this is the better fan experience and how there's more energy, how you have, you know, 5,000 people actually screaming and yelling, and it feels like mullet magic is a reality. And so they really, really see this as a significant upgrade. As far as visiting players, I mean, I think the first thing you hear is, you know, this negativity, them coming in and then they come in, they see the energy. That's the fastest ice in the NHL. And they've said that. Um, And by the way, their visiting locker room is the same size as the home locker room, unlike any other facility Mm -hmm. in the NHL. Um, I got to tell you, I got to go back to this. You know, in almost 20 years of being in the previous facility, we had 37 gates of a million dollars or more. This year we will do four, and wow. we will do two others that are nine fifty and above. Wow! It shows the economic opportunity that exists in this market. This is a hockey town. It's been about a facility. It's been about a location, and being there on a temporary basis validates that. No, and no. you know who knows that more than anybody? The owners do. The players' association does. Those are facts. You can't un- you can't deny that. And you know this this narrative that this is terrible. Listen. We have invested in it. We have marketed it. We have made this a great experience. And that's what you're seeing. At least we come in and we say mullet magic is real. It has a home ice advantage. Our players feel it. And so does the opposing team. Yep. Javier, always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for coming in. We're pulling for you in the stadium pursuit. We're pulling for you to get this thing turned around on this road trip. Uh, But again, thank you for your time and coming in. We appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much. Go Yotes.